You are the God of signs and wonders. Hey, you are the God of miracles. Peace within, Lord. To testify. The things you do. Always on time, you never late. We celebrate all for all you've done. Lord, we give you all the praise. Oh, we testify. Ay, 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 ay. I celebrate all for all you've done. Lord, I give you all the praise. We testify. We celebrate for all you've done. Lord, we give you all the praise. Ay, 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 we celebrate ah, for all you've done. Lord, we give you all the praise. You stood by me when no one could. You are the lamb. To testify, Lord. Hey. Eh? Eh? You made something out of nothing. Hey. I can't deny your love for me. I'm in a lust. <laughs> life is not the same again. I testify. I, 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 I celebrate all for all you've done. Lord, I give you all the praise. I testify. I, 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 I celebrate for all you've done. Lord, I give you all the praise. Ay, 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 oh, for all you've done, Lord, I give you all the praise. Ay, 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 oh, for all you've done, Lord, I give you all the praise. For all your Jesus, I Testify, hey, come on, hey, Yuba, Juba, Juba, hey, come on, hey, Lele, 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 ah, have to stand. Eh, Eva, our God is good all the time. Ah, eh, we give you praise, Lele. Hey, Father, thank you. Eh, come on, everybody. Hey, everybody, everybody, dance. Hey, hey, laugh at the devil. Dance for me. We give you praise.
all the praise. Lord, I give you all the praise. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our God is good all the time. All the time, our God is good. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, dear friends. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Eka Kundenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. You're welcome. How are you all doing? It's Sunday and it's Thanksgiving. It's a special Sunday and a special Thanksgiving session we are going to have today. We are going to have great time in God's presence. But before we dive into today's message, let us welcome Abba Father. Let us welcome Yahweh. Father, you are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle. Father, I give you all glory. I give you honor. I give you thanks, praise, and adoration. Holy Spirit, take over me, less of me and more of you. Father, speak through me. Bless your children and let your name be glorified. I soak myself with your precious blood, blood of Jesus. All those who are out there listening to me, I soak them into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. Let your blood, Father, that speaks more than every other blood, let it speak for us, Father. Less of me, more of you. Let me disappear so that you can appear. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. is too hard for you nothing is too hard for you come on <laughs> the things you do <laughs> i can't explain no yahweh mm. it's too hard for you eh i can't explain the things you do <laughs> ah. nothing is too hard for you it's Sunday. It's Thanksgiving. Welcome. Welcome. So I said today is a special Thanksgiving service because today is my one year anniversary on preaching online on Anchor. After God called me and he gave me specific instructions, he said, go to the radio and preach. He said, radio, then come television. And since the owner of the radio station was um, changing her location, she got a bigger and a better place. I could not wait because they had to do some renovation. And um, I was bothered, like, how am I going on to, to how am I going to carry on? Because I was having messages. And even while I was preaching there, it was once every two weeks, I think. I went there just a couple of times. So... I was like, I can't wait. Even that once every two weeks was bothering me. And I spoke with my friend, Dr. Esther, God bless her, who edited my book and who was also running a program at that radio station. That's how I got the connection to preach there because she had a motivational program she was doing, I think every Saturday or so. So, and she, she said, 
I think she said she didn't know any other radio station around or something. So we started searching. Initially, my <clears throat> my mind was like, my mindset was for me to set up a radio station. And I contacted somebody that I know. I, I know they have a radio station. And she was like, she doesn't know how it operates, but she will talk with the husband. So in that process, while I was waiting, I was not letting in to like put falls to call them. And then Esther wrote me that, Listen, you can go online to preach on Spotify. I think she sent me Spotify and another um, this thing or so. But I decided to choose Anchor and um, that's it. On that day, I preached two messages. The very first one was trust on God. And the second message I preached on that same day, which is the 15th of May of 2021, is encounter with Jesus. I listened to those messages today. They are so powerful for somebody who have gotten no formal training, no Bible study, right? It's just the knowledge I am getting from my apostle, like what she teaches me flows down and me reading my Bible and the Spirit of God will help me explain. I was blown away. Listen, if you haven't listened to those messages, go scroll right down and, you know, search for them. 15th of May 2021, trust in God and encounter with Jesus. All the messages are powerful because each time I preach, I make sure I listen to the messages. And for sure, I know that is not me talking. Like, how do you explain? Somebody was just living her life. Like a normal person, go to work, go to parties, hang out with friends, do things girls do, you know, girls talk, which is gossiping. They tell me girls talk, try to make it look like so classy, but that's gossiping. Well, my friend will call me, I'll call her, we'll gossip, we'll talk on phone, talk about the things happening around the city. And when I rededicated my life, I was still having this struggle. I was still going back and forth, but I realized something that each time I would do something that is not of God, I will cry. Like there's this torment, something would torment me, like my conscience was beating me. And 2020, I decided to withdraw. After I woke up from a very scary dream that I had on the 4th of August of 2020. In that dream, it was like I died, even though I didn't see myself die, but I saw myself in a room after I took a, a train, a, a tram with my daughter. Was it a tram we took or a bus? No, a tram. We took a tram and we're going to to meet my boys where they were playing football. Like they went with my husband where they had football, like they had a football match. And in the middle of nowhere, the road was dark. So we had to come out of it. I'm not sure if it was a tram or a bus, but we took a public transport. So we have to come out of it. And there was a house nearby i said let's go in for shelter we came there because it was so dark i thought it was going to rain my mom in the dream my mom has come all the way from cameroon to visit me and i left her at home so while we got in the house i struggled to take my bag my phone to reach out to my mom to tell her like we are fine don't worry we have taken shelter somewhere and we are okay but I could not. I looked outside. I saw a house on a hilltop far away. And it was so dark that only when lightning will flash, right? Then you see the house and with light, very faint light. So while I stood there 
looking outside. Probably for some seconds, I turned and realized everybody inside the house started crying. People were not many. I don't think we were up to 20 or more than 20 people. People were crying. There were people of different color. All race of people were there, but were not much. I was with my daughter. She was seated in her pram. Here we call it Kinderwagen in Germany. She was seated inside. So other people call it stroller or so. And she was just looking. So it dawned on me, like where you are, no turning back. You have to be judged today. I started crying. I was crying and begging God, asking him to forgive me my sins. And I remember I said, Father, forgive me. I have forgiven all those who have hurt me. What that dream revealed to me was I had unforgiveness. When I came out of that dream, I realized I had unforgiveness. That act of me trying to reach my mother, trying to take my phone from my back and I could not. Meaning on that day, because some people now they are living their life like, oh, probably when they are old or they are sick, that's when they will repent. It will be too late because we don't know the hour. And I felt like current ran through me. Before that act, one lady who was so prepared, like you could see she was so calm. While everybody was crying, she was the only one who was not crying. I still visualize that dream as I'm talking to you all. She woke up from where she was seated. She came and she placed a scarf on my head. Oh, Father, thank you. That scarf is what gave me life. That's what I just got now. That scarf, that's the significant. Ever since I've been saying this dream, I've never gotten the significant of that scarf. That scarf what was gave me life. That was an angel. What gave me life to come back here on earth. So as she placed that scarf on me, after I was asked to sit, I refused. I sat on the ground and I was wailing. When she placed that scarf on me, I felt like current run through my body. And I woke up. I realized I was in my room, on my bed. Now, we're all, let's say we're 20, 19 people, say 18 people excluding my daughter. 18 people were crying because she was like a baby of about 8, 9, 10 months. She was seated in her kindergarten just looking. The rest were out there crying, including myself. But for that lady, I got an understanding that that lady represent or signifies the number of people that are going to make heaven. Imagine that lot. 18 people were on their way to hell. One person out of 20 was going to heaven. The other one was a baby. Imagine. And when I woke up, I was shivering. I took my bath. I had to go to work. I took my bath. I stood outside at a train tram station and I made an audio and I sent to my siblings on our WhatsApp group telling them to repent. My initial understanding was that the world is coming to an end because even when I woke up, my husband was walking in the room. She was past, you know, she was about to go out and he greeted me. I didn't answer and he looked at me. He knew something was wrong. And I told him, I said, I woke up from a dream and this is what I said. I said, the world is coming to an end. And he joked about it. He said, ah, then the world better come to an end and everybody should, you know, die. I said, no, it's not like that. So I explained, he made, hmm, and he went out. I took my bath and I went to work. That dream disturbed me. The whole of that, I was down in spirit. 
I prayed, I said repentance prayer, I asked God to forgive me. That day, I made a U-turn. I decided to cut off from everybody. I decided to cut off from everybody. Like to stay because I realized that on that day, I was there with my daughter. When I was crying, I didn't say, Father, forgive me and my daughter, forgive me and my son. I didn't say, Father, forgive me and my siblings, my mother or my husband. I said, forgive me. Forgive me of all my sins. That's what I said. I said, Father, forgive me of all my sins. I have forgiven those who've hurt me. I realized that on that day, I'll be there, me alone. Because I was playing. After I rededicated my life, 2017, I was still going back and forth with Christ. Like, I would listen to the messages. Apostle will come on my spiritual mother, Apostle Belema, Apostle Queen Belema Billy. She will come on. She will preach. I will say repentance prayer. But my friend will call me or I'll call my friend or we'll still hang out. We'll go to party. But I realized there was something inside of me. At times, I'll do it, but I'll not feel good. Like something inside of me was crying. Like this life is not a good life. I will regret. I think maybe when we talk, we do the girls talk, the gossiping. I will weep. Like I will cry. I will ask God to forgive me. It took God that, that uh, um, dream for me to make a U-turn. But how many people, how many people have that opportunity to have a dream like that, to call them back? thank you thank you for loving me so much thank you i'm not worthy of this love i'm not special we are all god's children but this is to tell you that god can go to any length to bring back his children to him he is a loving father i don't know what they have told you about god that you don't trust him that you don't believe in him do your part and leave the rest Stay holy, repent, love people. When God called me, he said, my ministry is that of love. I didn't know why he was telling me to love people before he even called me. I did not understand. 2018, I was praying one night and I heard him say, love, love, not for your sake, but for my sake. I didn't get it. Then of 29 of March of last year, God told me the same thing. He said, I have told you to love people. On the 23rd of April of last year, when he called me, he told me, he said, your ministry is that of love. Love people. You will speak as I speak. You will tell people what I tell you. He said, I have given you the Holy Spirit like I gave Katrin Kuma. He is holy. Stay holy. God loves us so much. Father, thank you. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for loving me this much. Even though I didn't love you, even though I did things that grieve you, even though I struggled with sin, you still loved me. I could have died that night and gone to hell. I was on my way to hell. But God's love saved me. God saved me. He came true for me. He will come true for you. Open your heart. I beg of you, if you are listening to me today, make peace with God. Make peace with God. Repent. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. And God will come true for you. The same God who came true for me. The same God will come true for you. I'm here celebrating one year. 
It's not me who is doing it. It's God. I give him all the glory. Father, take all the glory. Take all the honor. I thank you. I celebrate you, Father. What have I done or what do I do? I just open my mouth and he speaks through me. God is a spirit. He just need a vessel to use. I remember I mean, when God called me, I cried for two days. I was like, no, I can't preach. Not me. I'm not, I'm not worthy. And my mother said, if you don't, God will be angry. Who do you want God to use? God have called so many people. People refuse. People reject. People deny God. They prefer the things of the flesh. God loves us. If you are out there and you are listening to me and God has called you and you are denying it, I beg of you, accept the call. Ask him to forgive you. Accept the call. Just like the Bible says, the harvest is plenty. The laborers are few. God needs human beings. He needs a body to work. I have no power of my own. I don't even know these things. I tell you people all the time when I come on and I preach, you will give me a message, but I don't even know how it will go. At times I want to preach this way. I'll preach, like I'll have it in my mind, like, okay, this I'm coming. But when I come here, things go a different way. So I don't even make a plan. I just write down and that is it. Like I just write the, the message, the topic of the message, and I come here and I preach. As I always say, let me decrease so he can increase. Let him use me. Let him speak the way he wants. You who is out there, who is listening to me, make peace with God. God can use anybody. To me, I knew it was over when my dream of becoming a reverend sister, I can't say it was crushed. When it, it didn't even, I didn't even go anywhere because that's what I just had in mind. Like a child growing up, I want to become a reverend sister. I had loved the church. I'll always be around the church. I remember at times I even dodged home to go and attend um, doctrine. Because it was a time my father was a Christian, yeah, but it was the time he, he really he really did not buy the, the church idea thing. But I would dodge, I would smuggle out of home and go to church. That's how much I loved God. But you know, the enemy will be fighting. I was a teenager. I started doing things, started dating, having boyfriends. And you can with such, you can. How do you become a reverend sister? Right? How do you serve God? It takes God's grace to bring you out of that, that place. So after that, I started living my life, just doing things. But something happened in 2016 when I gave birth to my daughter. I remember I had gained so much weight. And I did keto diet. I paid a coach in America. And she would coach me one-on-one. -on -one. She would give me what to eat. She would just tell me and I'll prepare my own food and I'll make pictures and send. And she would tell me, I think she would call, like make a video call. Why did you put this? Why not? And I work on it. I did, I did keto for three weeks and I lose so much weight that people saw me and they were like, wow, myself, I feel, I felt good. I remember when I lose weight, I was standing in front of the mirror. This is 2016. I was standing in front of the mirror and I'll be like, wow, this fine body like this, this beautiful shape. I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to dance Makosa. Makosa now is a, a, a kind of dance, right? Just like you have salsa, you have, uh, um, you know, jazz, you know, you have reggae. So that's Makosa is also like a kind of dance in, in Africa or in Cameroon, precisely a Cameroon dance. So I said, I'm going to use this body to dance Makosa in heaven. I will stand, I will look at my shape. I have a very good shape. God has blessed me. It's God's handwork, right? So I will stand and I will look myself. I will dress and I will be like, wow, 
this is good. But I will say something. I said, no, this body I'm not going to hell. Remember, I was not saved then. And apostle, I think probably she just accepted Christ. She just gave her life. Not knowing that the one who was to bring me to God just gave her life to Christ that year. And sometime in 2017, I stumbled on her videos on Facebook. It just popped up. And I watched and I saw her. She was crying. So who is this person crying? She sat and she was crying. And I even made it. I even, you know, made something. A comma was like, hmm, now, wow. Is this how Holy Spirit does? Because she was crying. She was like, oh, Holy Spirit, why do you do this to me? Because she has cried and she used tissue paper to wipe her face. And her face all was full of, you know, you know, because she really cried and she sweated. I just went, hmm, I swiped it. I, I wiped it. And then it popped up again some other time. I saw it. And then I saw, I saw her about three times. And the third time or the fourth time that I saw, I saw her post a testimony of a friend who called her that she had a, an interview with the husband at the immigration and the husband doesn't want to go something. And God told her to tell Apostle to pray for her. And she typed a prayer. And this woman went. And instead of the immigration officer to give her two years, they gave her 10 years. So she shared that testimony. I was like, wow, this cannot be lie. This is true. All these things were new to me. You know, I'm a Catholic, coming from a Catholic background. I didn't know all these, you know, these things of uh, born-again churches with testimony, how these things arose. But I saw, I was like, this woman cannot lie. This is the testimony here. Then I didn't see her again. Until somewhere around July of 2017, I had an abscess. I could not sleep at night. Then I'll be scrolling up Facebook. That's how I, her video pop up again. I said, oh, this woman. I fell in love with her. I listened to her message. I listened and I kept listening. And last year, 2021, 23rd, which is exactly the day God vindicated her. One year that God vindicated her from a false prophet that she was under. And God vindicated her. On that day, God called me. It's a very significant day. I will never forget that day. Then God called me. He said, I have called you. This is me talking of one year today of preaching online. One year. Initially, at the initial stage, I was coming home like almost every other day. For the past months now, it's been twice a week, Wednesday and Sunday. I don't skip the Thanksgiving days that God gave me. Because last year of June, I remember I was preaching and I went to use the restroom. And he said, Wednesdays and Sundays should be Thanksgiving service. I came, I said it on here. I said it. Unfortunately, I don't know which video is that specifically. But if I go down, I will see the day I started doing the Thanksgiving, then I can... I can get that video. Um, sorry, that message. God said it. So I make sure I don't skip except otherwise. Except like there was one time I know I had to, pr to pray on that day. I was like in God's presence. Then I didn't come on to preach on that Wednesday. But if not, at least I come out for this one year. At least twice a week to preach. I have over a hundred messages there. Over 100 messages. To God be the glory. And I know these messages are impacting people's life. I know it's impacting people's life. People might not know how to reach out to me. 
one person had reached out to me sometime last year. This girl said she just sat and the message just popped out. She was fasting and she needed like an answer. And the message was an answer to what she was asking God. I have that testimony. She wrote me on Messenger. So if you have been blessed and you don't know how to reach me, send me an email or go to um, Messenger. Go to Facebook and uh, send me a message. Inbox me on my Messenger. My name is Kathy Ekakunde on Facebook. You will see my message. Uh, you will see me there. Send me a message. Inbox me and tell me your testimony. I know you might have been wondering how to share. Probably you don't know how to get me on Facebook. Kathy Ekakunde, go there. And this is one year. You can't tell me you've been listening to these messages for one year and you've not been encouraged or he has not done something. You've not been impacted by the messages, right? Or if you want to send me an email, send me an email, mbole eka at yawo.com. M B O L L E K A h at yahoo.com send me an email share your testimony god loves testimony it always gives god joy and he encourages also the servant of god right i know you are blessed if not you will not be here listening you know there are people who always i come there are numbers i see i know exactly oh this one the numbers have even increased on anchor the numbers have increased on Anchor, those who listen to the messages. I see the percentage. Apple Podcast stands, you know, I think I have 51% the way they listen to the messages the most at Apple Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, then come the others. But God is so faithful. God bless you all as you keep listening because without you people, I will not preach to myself or God will not be, you know, the messages will not be, I will not store the messages in me. I have to release them when I have them. I have to release them. So I thank you all for always listening. God bless you. And may he meet you at your place, your place of need. May he answer that your sacred prayer. You who have the call, the call of God upon your life, may God call you. That God have called. May God use you mightily to impact people's life. You who God has brought here, Remain here. Listen to the messages. God bless you. Father, may you reveal yourself to your children in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us listen to music.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. God is faithful. He is God and he loves us so much. There is nothing in this world. Like the video I made and I post this afternoon on um, Facebook. You know, I said I thought I was living life when I was in the world. No, I wasn't. This is life. When you, you are on constant check, you check yourself. Like, am I right with God? Am I doing the things that are pleasing God? I don't want to go out of God's will. This is life. No, when you are living, you are having a lot of hatred. You are snobbing. Like, you feel so much important. And more than, you are more than who? Like, who are, who are you? You that God can just say, okay, it's enough. And you just fall there on the street that you are walking and carrying your shoulder. You just collapse and that is it. I'm not talking with this one. I'm not talking without one. Your enmity, grudge. Only those things you see people, you have them. You can even develop high blood from that. Having malice here and there. At times, some friends will even call you to gossip. Not because they love you. You think they love you. No, just to spoil your day. Tell you terrible things. Hey, I didn't want to tell you, but you know, I just have to tell you because you are my friend. This is what they said. That is what they said. When they were saying, what did you say? At times, those ones who even come to you pretending to love you, they really don't even love you. They really don't love you. Beside that, life is good, yeah. But then, how are you living it? Are you living a fulfilled life? Do you feel like your life is good? Do you feel fulfilled? Like 2016, I knew like I was lacking something. 2017. I knew I was lacking something. If a apostle had not accepted that call, I don't know, probably God would have used somebody else. But hey, her accepting that call made it easier. She comes up every day, almost every day. Like right now, we're on a seven days fast. She encourages us every now and then. We are fasting, we'll have this assignment to do. Like you are always in God's presence. There is nothing out there. I had a dream breaking yesterday. Like I was somewhere and somebody was asking me a question. It's like where I went, like we had to do um, a donation to send to my city back home. Like, like you want to carry on like a development program or because I used to see like the the Cameroonians or the, the Kumba, people who are from Kumba, Kumba is my city, from Cameroon, in Atlanta. I've seen a couple of times, they send like, you know, uh, um, containers back home, filled with um, lab equipment, hospitals equipment, you know, to, to equip the general hospital. So I see people try to do things like that to develop the, the city, to encourage and to, you know, to equip the hospital, basically, that's what most of them has, have been doing. And in this dream, somebody was like asking me a question. And I said, no, I just have to do my own donation. And after that, I'm going like, I'm not going for their gala. What am I going to do there? That's what I said in my dream. This to tell you how disconnected I am with the things of the world, with all those party things. I said, no. I was just talking to this lady. I can't even remember who the person was. But like I told the person, I said, no. I remember that was our conversation. I said, I'll just give my, my contribution and then I will go. I'm not going to, for the after party. What will I go there and do? And before this one, 
I had one. I had another one. A couple of days. I remember this lady. She is here. I mean, I was talking. It was like a wedding or something. They were going. I'd even packed my things. I put inside a car in a bag. And I was saying, when I get there at the party, I'm going to change. Then later on, I said, I'm going to which party? I'm not going. With who will I be talking? It's going to be boring because if I go, they will not even dance to the music they'll be playing. Their makosa, I will only sit. I'm not going. And then they said, oh, uh, the time you have asked a driver to wait, the driver whom your things are in the vehicle, you have to pay the person. I didn't even go back to collect those clothes. <laughs> I remember I didn't even go like, I abandoned those clothes with the driver. So whatever I had in the well, I have abandoned it. Father, thank you for this understanding. Whatever I had in the well, I have abandoned it. I'm not going back. Like nothing is taking me back to the well. Like I will not for once even say, hey, let me just go and enjoy. And What enjoyment? Let me go and enjoy and come back. If I want to dance, my dear, I play Jesus music and I dance freely. I dance, I shake my body, I go down, I clap. I dance to my satisfaction and no guilt, right? So what enjoyment do I want to enjoy? Because I abandoned those those clothes in that whatever bag they wear in that car. Because I remember they told me, they said, you have to pay that person for the time. Since, like, since I'm not going again, I have to pay the person for the time the person was waiting for me. I didn't even go. I didn't go to collect them. So whatever I've left in the world, right, is in my past that is it in the world. And to tell you how I have disconnected with the world and the things of the world. I saw a friend that was so close. <laughs> Somebody I was so close to that people could even call her my best friend. I saw this person in my dream last week again with her sister. I met them in my city. And they were talking, the two of them were in front of me. They were talking, talking, talking. And I walked past by. Then I was like, in my mind, like, I don't have any issue with them. I'm not crying. Them. Why will I not greet them? So I came back now and I greeted and they answered. And um, my friend was just talking and was just complaining. And was, my mom was like, ah, this one, you still have not changed. You're still with this, your, your way. She was just talking, oh, in our family, oh, we have to do this. She was just talking and talking. She was talking to me. I said, let me leave you people. That's how I was walking. I walk can't go. That's how I just went ahead of them and I just left. And I woke up and said, ah, this thing is serious. So I've disconnected for real. Like even in my dreams, I've disconnected with these people. Nothing, no party is taking me to that one. That's to tell you how serious it was to the extent that I have to do a contribution. For the development of my city, I said I will do my contribution. Like if I have to go to the hall, wherever we are, we have to gather to meet. I will walk up there and give them my own envelope. When they say, "Okay, the ceremony is over now, part two, let's go for reception or gala," I will go home. I told the person I was talking with in my dream, the lady. I said I'm not going for their party. And the other one, the first one I had, I asked, I said, what will I go there and be doing? Because I will sit you all, be dancing, it will be boring. What am I going there for? They said, okay, since you are not going, you have to pay that man who has been waiting for you, your things. I, I didn't even go to collect them. So there's nothing out there. I'm totally sold out for God. My goal is for me to do his work and I make heaven at the end of the day. And make heaven. That is my witch. That is my cry. That's why each time if I even do something, I find myself like I've done something out of anger or whatever. I apologize. I ask God for forgiveness of my sins. And I make peace with God. And I move. There is nothing there in the world. We'll all leave this world someday. 
Ask yourself, where do you think you are going to after a year? Where will you stand? If you stand in front of your father and say, depart from me, I know you not. You are finished. Like torment. Where without end you'll be in hellfire burning. But if you know you are living right, you are living your life to please God, nothing will threaten you. You know you have Jesus. With Jesus you have everything. You know with Jesus you have everything. There's just nothing out there in this world. He will protect you. He will take care of you. He will provide. He will fight for you. People of God, let's live a life pleasing to God. Live a life. Live a life that you have nothing to do with the things of the world. Like the lifestyle. If you have repented, stay repentant. God is love. God is good. He is faithful. He loves us so much. Let me tell you, each time a soul repents, there is joy. There is celebration in the heaven. Come back to your father today. Come back to your father. He is calling. He is waiting. His arms are open. His arms are open. Father, thank you for this message. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Today is Thanksgiving. It's a special day. That's why you see me just telling you all of these things. I have to go this detail to let you know. Father, we thank you. Thank you for my life. Thank you for making me accepting the call. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for blessing me so much and for making me a blessing. Now people know me all over the world. Not for any other thing, but they know me as a woman of God who comes out to preach, who comes out to tell people about you. When I was in the world, nobody even knew my name. Probably if they've even heard of me, probably if I heard, oh, that one, um, they go to party or whatever. I don't even know. But now if they hear my name, a woman of God, that's what God does. He puts weight on your name when you come to him. He makes your life meaningful. Now my life has a meaning. Come to God. He will put weight on your name. You will not need to fight. You will not need to do anything. Like some of these celebrities, they do things just to be available. I don't do anything other than preach the word. All the continents of the world that have listened to my messages, my voice is out there. Come to God. Seek his face. Seek God's face. Seek God's face. Father, take all the glory. Because it's not me, it's you. Thank you, Yahweh. And when God is using you, don't be proud. Don't knock your hand. Let me see, like PJ said, don't knock your hand. Don't hit your hand on your chest and say, oh, it's me. I'm preaching. And look at me. I led this one to Christ. No, no, God had proud people. He told me specifically. He said, when I start taking you places, do not be proud. Do not be proud. That is what remove heaven um, and Satan from heaven. Pride. He started measuring up. 
stay away from prayer. If you lead somebody to Christ, if through you somebody has a miracle, if through you, like God uses it to pray to somebody, and I don't know why God is saying this, if through you God, if God uses you to pray to somebody and a miracle happens, don't say, oh, this is what happened. Father, thank you. I remember some years back, then I've not even known these things, like as I'm knowing them now. I was talking with somebody, and this person is a believer, right? And she prays, and this. I remember they even had a prayer line. They would pray. She was telling me, before she even invited me for me to join their prayer line, we were talking one day, and she was like, oh. And she started talking, and she was like, oh, me, I have prayed. People call me for prayer, and we'll pray. That's what she said. And she even said, yes, I think that's what she said. I forgot how the conversation started, but I remember what she said. She said, I took water. Somebody wanted to put to bed, and the baby did not turn. You know, like how the baby has to turn. The head has to come down and the feet up, right? She said, the baby did not turn, and they called me. Right, and I just told this person on phone, get water. I prayed and uh, I just prayed over that water. She drank that water and the baby turned. That's how she put it. She said, I just prayed over that water, turning to the blood of Jesus, and she just drank and the baby turned. Like she was saying it like she has power to do that. What I expected was like, after I prayed, even though I turned the water, I commanded that water, say, turn into the blood of Jesus. I give God all the glory, God. But she was saying in a way like she has power to, to, to do that. That was how I reasoned it. That's how I, I got the message. And I was just looking at her like, in my mind, I was like, you, you turn into the blood of Jesus. That is not you. It's the blood of Jesus. So if God is using you or starts using you to do something, remember to give him all the glory. Remember to give him all the glory. Because we have no power. We can't do anything without God. We can't do anything without God. Father, we thank you for the week. We bless your holy name. We worship you. We can't thank you enough. We commit this new week into your hands, Yahweh. That may you guide our going out and coming in. May you protect us. May you bless us. May you use us to be a blessing to somebody. May you pave way for us. May you heal our bodies. May you deliver us. May you provide for us. May you protect us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, take all the glory. Take all the praise and adoration. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yahweh. God bless you all for always listening. Until we meet again, go out, spread love, share love. God bless you all, and I love you all. The love of God, you are blessed. Congratulations, 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 see what the Lord has done for me, congratulations,
have seen the glory of God. Congratulations, He has done it for me. And I have come back with a new song to say, God is good. I have come back with a new song to say, God is good. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. God is good.